Hello there, and welcome to an episode of Brand New Bill With It. That's right, we've done a little bit of uh, a shifty, a shifty shuffle. There's a new album cover and everything. I'm your host, Abner, and joining me, as always, is my co-host. <laughs> my name is Amelia, and you either introduce me at the same time that I try and introduce myself, or you just let it hang there like it's some sort Don't of... Don't give me excuses. This is supposed to be the new bill with it. The new <laughs> slick bill with it. Then you should replace, replace me then. Cause... <laughs> some things never change. Anyway, so this is the show where we take a little drive through Albert Square. And we see what's been going on. Hey, Let's take the bus out. Let's have a little drive. I think something we need to address right at the start is just the amount of filler we had all this episode this week. It's just... We're getting ready for some storylines, I think. Do you mean Phila Mitchell? We haven't gotten to the Mitchells yet. First right. off, the Carters. Let's let's park up outside the Vic. So, big news, Halfway's back. Callum Halfway something is back. Do you think that Halfway was a virgin, or do you think that was just part of his story? I don't know what what is true and what isn't true anymore. Halfway is an enigma. He's a mystery. I think ultimately... Halfway is not telling us the truth, is he? It's strange because as a character, I believed more that he had dropped a pan of sausage rolls. And that's why we loved him! Rather than he had been like involved in some sort of shrapnel disaster. But how shady is it? It's so shady. I like the way you describe that as the shrapnel disaster. Well, People will look back to this storyline as the shrapnel disaster. Sad news for uh, anyone who wrote that scene, but I zoned out every time he was talking about what had happened. Like, I don't know if it was... It just seemed fake, so I was like, I'm not going to commit this to memory, because it's obviously not going to be true. Yeah, what I liked about it was that the car is probably thought their promise. They said, you've got a room here if you come back and you need one. And, and they, they kicked out it. Shirley. They t- <laughs> and he kicked out his own mother. So... <laughs> Do you think that Halfway and Whitney felt weird when um when Mick tried to send Whitney up to like have sex in his mother's bed? <laughs> Especially as uh, Whitney had also tried it on with Mick and um Shirley's grandson. So she she likes a bit of the Carters. She's a Carter fiend. Was it she married to uh, Lee Carter as well? Yeah, yeah. She's just doing rounds on the Carters. How is Halfway related to the Carters? His brother is Stuart, who is Mick's cousin. Right, so she is just doing absolute rounds on the Carters. She doesn't mind, as long as they're somehow involved in the Vic. I hope that things work out for Halfway and Whitney, but ultimately I think it's going to be another one of those annoying things where it's going to turn out that Halfway was lying. And I'm sad for Halfway because I think he's a really nice character, so I'm sad that... We're going to find out that he accidentally stabbed himself with a pen or something like. Also, if Whitney was a man and Halfway was a woman, I would feel very uncomfortable with that scene where Whitney tried to pressure Halfway into having sex by saying, we don't know when we'll get this opportunity next. I would <laughs> I would agree with you, but uh, I think it builds well into her character with her past. She's got a strong, she hasn't got much trust for men. Not that you believe it because she's... Been with every Carter on the block. Mick's role this week. Matchmaker. Is is, is, is Danny Dyer on some sort of uh, push to bring himself into a new uh, light in the acting arena? Because he did this kind of like uh, big monologue on how we should respect our soldiers and how people are proud of them. Mm. And he was, when Danny Dyer does serious, 
he talks like this. <laughs> he says a couple of words and then he pauses. Oh my god, is Denny Dyer in this podcast right now? He shuts his eyes and he might sigh and then he says another couple of words. That's how he dealt with the gay storyline. This is how he's dealing with the Spectre Troop storyline. This is how he deals with everything. Oh, he just doesn't have the range. And I love him so much. But don't try and be someone that you're not Denny. Mick is Denny Dyer. So whatever your thoughts are on soldiers, just incorporate that. It doesn't matter if you followed the script or not. But I want a nice Carter-filled storyline. Halfway is barely a Carter. Whitney has slept with all the Carters, so it doesn't make her one. Well, we had that with Aiden. I think they're taking a little Carter break as far as serious But why can't we go. have, like... But it doesn't need to be a serious one. It can just be, like, a light-hearted one. Like the horse meat! That was funny! Why can't we explore horse meat more? Yes! Don't Shirley promise me something like horse meat. We can follow meat. Shirley down to the, uh, the market stall. She's looking over her shoulder. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like she's shiftedly, like, pushes 20 pound across the market stall and this massive bag of meat just plops on it might be human it might be horse we don't know she takes like a laminated photo of mr ed out of her back pocket and slyly shows it to the butcher and goes you got some of this i just think they're more fun i don't i don't like them being back background characters and i certainly didn't like whatever mick was doing when he was like sending up bottles of wine to halfway so my my big question is is halfway telling the truth? No, obviously not. Absolutely not. He, he got wouldn't the duff duff. Have, He got the duff duff by repeating the word hero. <laughs> or he is he in such? What am I? Am I making this up? Or is this just such a cliche that I'm expecting it to be in there somewhere? And I've just overlooked it. That there was a scene where he sat on the bed, and he like looked into the distance. You could just hear like uh, bombs going off and like war going on. And it echoed. I think I heard that too, but I think Tina was just watching Dunkirk. <laughs> in the next room. Tina and well, Shelley were having a Yeah, so she just wanted to They needed have to a make a room and the least favourite Carter was the one to go. Bye, Tina. <laughs> we need sassy Shirley. Also, Shirley was like, you know, I'm a part owner of this pub. We Shirley, the, all, all the Carters always forget they wouldn't have the pub without Halfway and his ring. And they always forget it the one so ring I... to rule them all is this a spin-off yeah is it a lord the ring spin-off Tolkien actually wrote this as well. yeah but i just think i'm glad that like just that these are my final thoughts i'm glad that they're treating halfway with the respect that he deserves by giving him his own room but surely just i get you don't want to sleep in the same room as your sister but and i you probably don't want whitney and halfway to be banging like in your ikea beautiful bed but i don't <laughs> think you can like get in his face and make him feel really guilty about it because he's the reason you guys still have it i don't think it's gonna last i think next time halfway goes unfortunately that will be it i think this is his storyline this is the reason he's come in if this is if this is him lying this means the carters are going to lose respect for him because danny's mm-hmm. given the speech danny's yep. given yet again danny's given a speech of trust and uh helping the community and community spirit has been central and another person is going to ruin that this week. True. I agree with you. Although, maybe he's not. Maybe he is, like, shell-shocked. Well, then it's poor writing, because we well, we have just come to expect them to be, like, lying to us the first time around. If you want to come back to the square, you best have a secret. <laughs> At least one secret, or they don't let you back not in. getting in the doors. Yes. I mean, through the tunnel, wherever it is. There's nothing beyond it. We know it's a wasteland. Yeah, it's a wasteland. I told you. 
While we're driving, do you want to play a quick game of uh, Who 20? That's me 20! Sounds dangerous, but I'm not going very fast, so let's give it a go. Okay, Who 20, Me 20 is an exciting game, perhaps spiel with its number one game, where I give Abner <laughs> the audience a series of clues, and you and Abner have to guess them before the clues run out. Are you ready? Yeah, press play on the music. This character first appeared in June of 2006. How do you do it? How do you know? This is so cruel. I had such good clues. I learnt so much about Max that I don't ever remember happening. Can I give you the clues anyway? Well, our treat this is Who 20? Me 20. The fact file. <laughs> the fact file. <laughs> Have you ever wondered about Max Brunning? Here's your chance to find everything out about him. Well, Amelia, no, no. over to no, you. Not everything. everything. Only five more clues. <laughs> Here's the top five clues about Max Brunning. Welcome to BuzzFeed. <laughs> Thank you. Also, alternatively, what kind of garlic bread are you? Straight after this. So, Max first appeared in June 2006 when he was trying to reconnect with his son Bradley, RIP, never forget. So, he yeah. left EastEnders three times and is now full time back again, arriving last week. Thank God. He um, was ran over in 2008 was... in a big EastEnders Who Done It storyline. That it? was going to throw you off. Yeah, he was I can't remember over. that at all. I don't remember that either. I think um, it was Lucy who ran him over. Lucy. Oh, no, no, Lauren. Lauren, his daughter, ran him over. And she has the ghoul. So every time she's on screen with him, like, say, oh, you can't remember what trainees I wore as a child. Exactly. She's a bad kid. She's the worst daughter in the um, world. He was then buried alive by Tanya and <laughs> Sean Slater. She but was. then Tanya ran back. And again. Fair. Fair cool. This is what I mean. Everyone says, oh, Max Brunning. What? Oh, Max Brunning. Hate I him. think it's fine. I think that's He's very had such a hard time. <laughs> If, I, if I'd been run over by my daughter, buried alive... By my wife and her new boyfriend, Sean Slater. <laughs> I would also be a bit... Annoyed? Frustrated? Annoyed a bit, like, angry at life. Mm, yeah. I Is appreciate it. bring that up in the, in the court case for, the, for Baby Abby? I think so. Remember when I was buried alive, guys? She did come back <laughs> later that night, though. She felt guilty. So there's something. Is that what the defence uh, the defence yes, say? I'm actually representing uh, Mr. Tanya. Running. Um, <laughs> Think you'll I find defendants that... returned later that evening. But she's still she still buried me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but she was fine. Known for nine main plot relationships, many of them affairs. And then the final, the giveaway clue. As we all know, who twenty? It's me. Twenty always ends with a really a big giveaway clue. Um, four children, two dead. So fifty, he has a fifty percent um, keeping them alive rate. I'm just gonna put it up here. At the arch. Red car just sped away really quick. <laughs> Not again. You know we've had a lot of time spent on Phil's back, mostly because you say it after every sentence. But this Hashtag week, Phil's back. Who was back this week? Sharon Mitchell has returned. Don't you think? Oh, you don't think that Sharon? I'm sorry. Oh, I'm well, sorry. We're we gonna was... waste time on Phil when we have someone like Sharon to discuss. I was gonna say, Phil is. Literally back from holiday. Oh yeah, <laughs> and also he said himself that he's back. No, no, no he said he times. he said he wants to be back. He's had a big reflection on the kind of return that he would like to make, and he's noticed that it is not the return that he wanted. He doesn't feel as if Phil is back. 
He's seen <laughs> your trending hashtag, and he's he gone disagrees. completely Noel Edmonds. He's kind of like just asking the universe for stuff. Yeah, so I feel I kind of felt bad for Phil this week. I mean, he was just traipsing around like he wasn't this even like, involved. There's always, always one character every week. Just wandering, just walking around the square. Oh. And this week it was Phil. It's like the start the of the Hobbit. To the Archer. <laughs> he was on a journey. I've never. This is a sidetrack. I've never read The Hobbit. In theory, I should love it. I like all those like mystical characters. I like classics. But I have never gotten past like that's like halfway through because of the immense amount of walking and that's what i think about every time a character is wandering around i think to myself if i can't read when tolkien describes it i'm not sitting around watching the bbc eastenders program telling me people are wandering around it stresses me out to watch um phil walk around because there's a lot of like huffing and like he just never mm. looks comfortable traveling there's a lot of fat like... head to carry around on one little body <laughs> I... immediately he's come back on holidays, I did enjoy... He tells Sharon to shut up a lot, but, like, in an affectionate manner. And I'm unsure. I'm still thinking about whether I'm okay with that or not. Because I've got problems with Phil, but I've also got respect for him. I can't decide where I feel like about that. But so he comes back. He seduces Sharon ASAP. So obviously they're back on. I guess the only thing that was standing in there was Michelle. That she was the cause <sighs> of their marital problems, not the immense lying that they do to each other. For some reason, he was giving halfway a lift. How did they oh, come yeah, How did they do that together? They just met up at the airport. Did they the WhatsApp time. like the couple of days before and go, We're both <laughs> going to have a scare. Should we share an Uber? Maybe. <laughs> and Phil takes back Split Who is cost? this? Huh? <laughs> Half who? Yes. <laughs> what? And Phil immediately sees the car lots opened. And even though it's called Max in <laughs> Mum Motors, he was like, Oh, Jay. Jay's opened up a car lot with the car lot I gave him. How dare he? And he's named it. Maximum Motors? Why was he so upset that Jay used the um, gift that he'd given him? Jay was very Jay was very fair. Like when he was like, that was a gift, I gave it to you. He's like, Well you you've asked for it back. So I think that's it for the the um the Mitchells though. I was I am excited. I think Phil's definitely back. He screamed at a rich guy, he's been wandering about, so he's got a bit of exercise under his belt. Hashtag Phil's back. And Sharon. And hashtag Sharon's back. It's, uh, I, I think I think Keanu's going to be brought onto the wing. He's going to be a little Mitchell soon or later. But when you have the reboot, I think that Keanu's going to come back as the new Phil. I did say a couple of weeks ago, Yeah. Keanu is going to be the reboot Phil. One more thing I want to say about the Mitchells before we drive on is um, mm-hmm. I'm just so happy that Louise wasn't in it. Right, let's pull it Bye away. Mitchells, bye! Did you pay for the, uh, the mail? Uh, of course I didn't, no. Right, so uh, I'm not really sure where to park up for this. So I'm just going to like, go up on the pavement by the uh, car lot. The Brannings. The Brannings. Well, they're everywhere, aren't they? This collect them. Because <laughs> they're a disease. They they're s- everywhere. They've they infected sleep at loads the... of different areas. They sleep at the car lot. They argue at um, Kim's old house. They shower in the pool. And they seem to just every time the social worker comes around, they have tea and biscuits at Jack's house. So they are everywhere. Well, they're now officially living at Jack's house. That's how it ended this week. Um, Why does Eastenders want to cram like a thousand and by people Brannings, into you one are just room. referring to Max and Rainy there. And oh, and I'm talking about Jack as well. And then Jack obviously lives at his own house. He was. Well, I think he'll be moving. He'll be moving in somewhere else so, very soon. Who predicted last week that that was a Max house? <gasps> we did. We actually Bill it was with me. It. 
feel with it. Daily Star, if you're listening. You know, I don't understand why they wouldn't um, rent from Kim, though. I don't get it. Why wouldn't they? Why weren't they renting? What was the from reason? Kim? Was it too expensive or what? I think they were trying to get the price down by saying, oh, it's too much house for us. Or did they want to oh, pay yeah, nothing? Oh, yeah, rainy set with too much house. I thought they were being like, they were trying to be a bit like coy. But I think they'll end up at that house anyway. No one else oh, is there. It's a max house. It's it's you, dark. It's, it's, it's black. Yeah. Either that, or now they're living with Jack. Is Jack going to move in and become daddy to Hunter for now? Mm. For now. Yeah. Because Rainey's also got her eye on that branding. Rainey's got fingers in pies. She's, she's got it in the Mitchell pie. She's got it in the the Brannings pie. What's so irresistible about Rainey, the drug yeah, addict? Yeah. Well, everyone seems to want to buy a car from her as well. Yeah. She undoes a couple of buttons. I just, ultimately, I think the Branning storyline is, you're, like you said earlier, it's just boring. Nothing's actually happened yet, and I think that's why we're leading up to something good. Because you wouldn't bring Max back all the way here without something worthwhile. The interesting things were when he called Phil for a meeting where he just wanted to, to turn him down again. After he, <laughs> on the phone, he was like, oh, uh, yeah, I'm actually really interested in your offer, and he... Basically, they went to the cafe just for Max to go, ha ha, made you come all the way out here for nothing. I, what you, oh, I, he, well, he likes walking now, doesn't he? He does, yeah. Hopping, hopping around. But he basically just, yeah, what the was the point say, of that How meeting? much do you want? What was the point of that scene? Just for Max to literally go, nothing. <laughs> do you think he just felt like a cup of tea? And he's like, you buy the cups of tea and I'll listen to your offer. I think there's going to be a love square. I think we're going to have... Uh, Rainy, Max, Jack, and Mel, and Stacy. Well, Stacy, as you said the other week, she is the bicycle that he will ride at some point, multiple points. Yeah. But the crux of it is going to be those four. That's true. I agree. And eventually, Jack and Mel are now together. It seems. Also, I don't understand. Like that—that that was a farce when he was coming down the stairs, and Hunter was about to go back upstairs, and she's like, "I made you an egg." And suddenly Hunter can't hear someone walking down the stairs of this old terrace and then opening the door and slamming it on the way out because oh. eggs are such a noisy food to be eating. That's what you don't know about Hunter. He just loves eggs. Okay, so we're getting back on the bus. Goodbye, Brennings. I'm going to take a little detour. Oh, a new detour. A new, a new stopper. A new stopper. Driver, driver, I am... Um... What is this stopper that we're going to? stop off right nice. in the centre because I've set up a little stage. Oh. For our next little segment. This is going to be an ongoing series for a few episodes. And okay. at the end of it, we're going to have a winner. Okay. That's your little tease for what this is. Welcome to Albert Square Off. <laughs> Listeners, just for your interest's sake, when Abner told me he had a new game, I asked him to not say anything before the podcast. So what you're receiving from me is my, my first-hand response to a new game that we have not discussed, nor has he approved with his co-host. Okay, yes, Albert Swearoff. You ready for the rules? Basically, what we're going to do, we are taking two characters every week, mm. and I'm asking you a simple question. Yeah. In a bare fist fight... Oh, I knew this was going to be... Who is going to win between these two characters? Okay. I'm just, I'm channeling myself, yep. I'm just, I'm weighing the stats... I'm trying to think if I know anyone who's had a recent surgery. Right, so for just for interest's sake, mm. it's a level playing field. They're both well rested. 
There's no like uh, weaponry involved. Everything's been removed. It's just yep. the bars wrapped like a cage fight. Yep. Okay. So no, I'm with you. And <laughs> it's not a hard concept. Just for, just for listeners, <laughs> you'll get people coming in saying, "Oh yeah, but what if so and so's got a spear?" There's no spear. There's no weaponry. They can't put anything to the ground, and they're both uh, dressed in just like uh, cargo shorts, and that's it. No tops, nothing else. Oh, sexy. So, in the blue corner. Okay. Please welcome. Our namesake, Ian Bill. Uh, he's not going to be it anyway. And in the red corner. The winner. <laughs> Please welcome to the stage, Robbie Fowler. Immediately, I think to myself that Robbie probably needs to go to the toilet. So he wants this done over and quick. Right. So round one. Ding, ding, ding. Who's going to win? Bare fist fight. Ian versus Robbie. Ian Scrappy. Don't get me wrong. He's scrappy. He's he likes a fight, but ultimately he is a coward. He isn't is he? a coward. We've seen him. We have seen him crouch behind bins and cars and other people in multiple episodes. And lot people in cupboards. He is only in it. May I ask a question? The Albert Square off. Has it got money as a prize? <laughs> That's a good question. Yeah. That uh, no, you just get at the end of it the winner. Uh, gets the trophy and they get the coveted E20 belt yeah it's Robbie okay so what I think of this I think that if Ian's main motivator in life is money so if it was money at the end of it then I'd say absolutely Ian would go in for his life but Ian's sitting in the square right now he's distracted he's thinking is Masood running the chip shop properly is my mum running her cash properly where are my children I haven't seen them for ages so you're saying he's a he's thinker. getting on the older side. He's overthinking. Yeah. He's worrying. He's stressed. He's a coward. On the other hand, we have someone like Robbie. He's got nothing to lose. He's got his written warning already. Okay. He's fueled. He's just refueled his whole body with a clean flush out by eating fish. Good for the brain. So you know he's got strategies. And also, he's healthy because he's been staying away from pies and chips. So he's been flushed out. He doesn't need to go to the toilet as opposed to all the other episodes where he's desperately needed to. I think it's Robbie. You're- you're focusing with Robbie. He doesn't seem to have a home at the moment. No one has claimed that Robbie lives with them. So he's on the streets of London every night. Okay, I bet he's had a couple of scrappy fistfights already. Ian Beale is easy prey for him. Well, what I'm going to do here is I'm going to say, we're putting through Robbie. If you think someone else should go through, <laughs> email us in at billwithit.podcast at gmail.com or give us a tweet at podcast. If you want Ian to win, and you have a reason why he'll win. There's enough of you that say that Ian should win over Robbie and go through to the next round. And if no one comes forward and says Ian, Robbie goes through. Then he goes Robbie. into the hat for the next round. Fantastic. I can't wait. I can't wait to follow Robbie's journey. Story. <laughs> <His> journey. <laughs> yes. It's like, uh, it's like Rocky or Creed. Except it's Robbie. <laughs> In the font Impact. <laughs> Yeah, he's, he's running upstairs. He's collecting a kebab. He's collecting the bins. Yeah. Yep, yeah. absolutely. He's obviously strong because he's collecting bins. All right, so we've left Ian. He's hiding behind a shrub and Robbie's running around picking up all the loose change that has fallen out of Ian's pockets through the fight. And we're getting back on the bus and we're, we're going to the over. Truman household. Ah, Truman, Fox and Hubbard at the moment. Kim this week. Kim, I mean, Kim, it's nice Kim. to see her not being too good for the Minmar, because we've had a lot of that from Kim, so that was nice. That's not true at all. The first thing we saw from her this week was her go, trying to go into her house, and uh, Denise coming over and saying, 
you can't go there, you've got to go to work. And Kim going, oh, but I'm tired. As a Kim naysayer, I'm quite enjoying the fact that Kim's finding it a little bit troubling and a little bit hard. She's not, though. She has got no uh, comeuppance from her actions. No, in fact, Phil's given her... one thing. Phil's given her money for literally no... Why? Because he didn't mean for Vincent to die. (laughs) I think he was really... No, because he said he'll be back. Phil's confirmed it. Yeah, because he doesn't realise he's dead. Vincent will be back. Vincent will be back. Phil's confirmed it. Daily Star, if you're listening. So he gave her money. He gave her like 10 grand. Yeah. Or 12 grand, was it? How much was it that he was going to give Max? Not not, no, 20. He was going to give Max 20,000. It was a lot of money. It was a lot of thousands of pounds. So, Kim's got a load of money in her back pocket. She's so got she started... that ring that she can sell. Oh, I know. So she's just started And she's to... still going, oh, poor me. Oh, my husband left me. Look well, at no, yourself. Wonder why. Get in the car. Get in the car. <laughs> for a while, she just was telling everyone that he was on a business trip while everyone went, oh, behind her back. So that was... You know, kind of interesting. What, and her arc now is that she's gone, Vincent's left me and everyone's gone. We know. Her arc is that everyone's leaving her. I mean, Vincent's left her. Denise and Kush are leaving her. Patrick's long gone. He's never coming back. So ultimately, do you think it'll just be Kim by herself? Like a, an I am legend kind of scenario. And the dog is Pearl. <laughs> Arch. I like Pearl. Just- I think she's lovely. Kush is finally back and sitting next to Denise, or D, as we are commonly known her, I don't understand that storyline. Why are they together? Where's the attraction? What are their common shared interests or hobbies? Where's the chemistry or the his, spark? His interest is taking his clothes off and admiring himself. And going to Dubai. <laughs> That's his interest. I just didn't care. I didn't care. I'd feel bad. Like, this week... I just honestly, I we I reckon we're going to have such a good week next week because nothing was being set up. I did kind of feel bad for Kim. I oh, felt a flash of hold on. I felt a flash of empathy when she was at the Vic and she turned around. She was obviously upset about Denise and Kush leaving. Just because everyone else is starting to get a bit annoyed with her now, so she must be realizing that she's a loser. Remember, she can't spell. She's a loser with no family and not many friends, especially because she's mean to Honey all the time. Yeah, so I'm excited for Patrick to come back and be I'm like... I'm excited for Denise to leave because she's another one of my characters that I just don't like. Can't wait for Denise to leave. See you later, Kush. And I can't wait for Patrick to come back and go, yeah, man, why are you living here? Any character that is that awful, that that selfish, that... Uh, that just... Uh, just stupid. <laughs> and she gets it all given to her on her plate. Just all the money comes to her. Nah, nah. You're not you deserving of You don't have to like it. her, that's fine. But I think it'll make a better podcast if we both. If if Karen Taylor got a couple of grand, I'd actually say Mitch just left with it. But if she got a couple of grand, I'd go fair Mm. because I could tell that she would do something good with that money. Yeah, potentially she's got more potential than Kim has. Yep. Kim's gonna spend it on spangly jewelry and like. Well, she already say she already gave feathery coats. She already gave it to Denise to say, can you hold on to it and look after it for Phil's education? No, Denise took it off her. Education. Denise took it no, off her. No, she gave it to Denise. And hang on, why is Denise going around taking everyone's money? She She's got fi- Patrick's money in the bank. She, she just wants that sofa. Denise. She wants that sofa. That's all it comes down she to. She gave it to Denise. She's thinking of that three-piece. That's she, what she's oh. thinking of. Alright, let's move on because we're, we're coming apart at the seams. It's time 
the EastEnders Sentence Enders, the favourite game of every listener on Bill With It. The rules are simple, as ever. I'm going to play you a clip from this week's show. A word is missing. You, Amelia, yes. and you, the audience, must fill in that word. Without further ado, let's get straight into it with Easter the Sentender, number one. You're coming or going? Hello to you two. Look, I'm not your biggest fan, but um, Phil's on the warpath and you really don't want to get caught up in that. You're worried that he might bump into me and like what he sees. I doubt he even remembers you. You reckon? After all the f*** we had. So on this one, I've, I've blanked out a word. Yeah. After all the something we had. <laughs> After all the fun, you've gone straight in. No messing. You are not messing around this week. It's that Max Brown. has got you, isn't it? He said to Sinsender, reveal yourself. You're coming or going? Hello to you two. Look, I'm not your biggest fan, but um, Phil's on the warpath and you really don't want to get caught up in that. You're worried that he might bump into me and like what he sees. I doubt he even remembers you. You reckon? After all the fun we had. You are correct. It's a strong start. I am start. correct. One I've out of one. I've never gotten the one. first one right, have I? That's a good omen. A full 100% so far. Right. EastEnders Centre number two. Are you winding me up? I think she got the wrong impression. Can none of you talk to a woman without a... Can none of you talk to a woman without what? I hate this scene because I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> I don't care about Mel, so I just don't listen. Um, can none of you talk to a woman without without saying something stupid? I know that's wrong. Do you know that's what I mean? But I just wasn't listening. Stupid. EastEnders Sentence reveal yourself. Are you winding me up? I think she got the wrong impression. Can none of you talk to a woman without hitting on her? Okay, I'm ready for the third one. EastEnders Sentence Ender, number three. <sighs> you start wallowing in guilt again. No one's gonna be wallowing. Tonight is not about your childhood, okay? Drinks ain't gonna pour themselves. Let's just say, um, he ain't the only. <sighs> I liked this scene as well. He ain't the only. I love Shirley. Shirley just comes though. in and <laughs> shouts at people. And that's, that's why, why I, like I love her. He's not the only. He's not the you're, you're, he's not the only hero in this family. He's not the only hero in this family. For two out of three, Easton the Sensender, reveal yourself. <sighs> you start wallowing in guilt again. No one's gonna be wallowing. Tonight is not about your childhood, okay? Drinks ain't gonna pour themselves. Let's just say um. He ain't the only hero in the family. Well done. <laughs> Amelia, two I never get them right. <laughs> I never do this well. And I got both of them, like, spot on as well. Like, usually you have to kind of give me the vague kind of, yeah, you kind of got it right. Yeah. But that was the right. I was really paying, paying attention. paying attention this week. Well done. So ultimately, I think now we just have to, while the bus is parked, while we have a good view of that comings and goings of the Albert Square, I need, everyone's popping in and out, the Minute Mart, yeah. I need to ask you the most important question 
Who was your hot this week? <laughs> it's another hard week, but I'm gonna just go straight in. And I the thing is that I I really want to say Max because of what you said with E twenty Who twenty Me twenty. He's been through stuff. Because he's been through, but that, that's has, not... that wasn't this week. That wasn't this yeah. week. Don't that's just it's in my it. head. I'm going oh, poor Max. So I think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say Mick. Why? Although that scene was horrendously acted, because as <laughs> I said, he just says stuff really slowly, and that's supposed to be dramatic. True. What he actually did say was nice. The sentiment was nice, and he was trying to take like uh, he was taking halfway under his wing, kind of saying, "You might not think it's a big deal, but everyone else does. Yeah. If it's true or not, cause he doesn't know if it's true or not. He believes it is. Why wouldn't yeah. he?" So my hot this week is Mick. Nice. My um, my hot this week is Sharon. I know that she's been in my hot before, but yeah. I just think you're a she... big Sharon fan over there. I do. Yeah. She's come over. She's working out that she doesn't need Phil. She I mean, she wants to be you know powerful with Phil, but she doesn't need him to do any kind of dirty work. She stole the car with Keanu. She's got a bit of chemistry with him going on. So I just like her because she's just basically she's sisters doing it for themselves this week. Sisters doing it for themselves. Who's your not, Abner? Uh, my not this week, maybe Ingrid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she kind of just backed down straight up. It's like yeah, she just kind of gave up, oh, didn't she? I'm off. Pure yeah, poor Keanu. My not this week is Whitney, and I know that that will be upsetting to you. Oh, Whitney's a good one, yeah. No, because but that, I just I just think any character who sits on my screen on BBC and tries to pressure another character to have relations with them is not a good character in my books. I, my, my feelings for Whitney, who I have, you know, really supported throughout this whole time with EastEnders, has gone straight down. I'm just not impressed. I've got nothing left! I've got nothing left! always if you'd like to talk to us you know tweeting in those yeses or nos you can tweet at us at bwi underscore podcast or you can email us at bealwithit.podcast at gmail.com if you would like any dank memes your way dank eastenders themed memes we have a facebook page as well Beal with it facebook page <laughs> i thought we'd evolved this is episode 11 i thought we we're doing something different well we're always going to plug memes. <laughs> How many dank memes have you posted this week? Well, last week I said any, like, for every fan that we received. How many likes did we get? None. So, I was safe. So, if that's it, yeah, get in contact with us. Tell us what you thought this week. Tell us what you think of us. Leave us a review on iTunes. That uh, actually, really handy. sorry, I don't need you to tell me what you think of me. You can tell Abner what you think of him if you want. What if you specifically said, tell, tell Amelia what, what you think of her? <laughs> Why have you said tell people what they tell us what you think of us? Yeah, it's in the podcast. Well, then say Bill with it. Don't say tell us. us what you think of us. We are Bill with it. Okay, Whether we so like it, it or not, we strange. are Bill with it. it. Feels weird that you've no, said it like that. We're collective now. We are Bill with it. Okay, we are billing with it. Get in contact with us. Tell us what you think of the show. Tell us what you think of... Uh, Rate and view us on YouTube as well. We have a YouTube yeah. um, channel. And uh, not only does the podcast go up, but also little videos of extras. Yeah, that like, Abner... subscribe, click that bell icon. 
icon. Uh, look at our merch. We haven't got any, but if we did, look at it. Let's park up the bus. Let's, let's sing something over it. Let's hide it from the. That All lot. right. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week. Thank <laughs> you.